This past Tuesday, our Archdiocese was tremendously blessed to have the ordination of a new auxiliary bishop, Bishop Mark Rivetuzzo. And we had a huge mass at the cathedral for his ordination. I was privileged to be one of the deacons assisting at the altar. And it was, again, a beautiful, beautiful mass. We had a couple thousand people there. It was wonderful. But for those of you who might have been to an ordination of a bishop before or might have heard about it, it is a very, very complicated ritual. It is extremely complicated. At one point, the man being ordained a bishop gets chrism oil literally poured on top of his head. And because this was so complicated and because the last time we had done this ritual in St. Louis was six and a half years ago, a number of priests and seminarians who were kind of in charge of planning the liturgy decided we need to do our homework on this before the actual Mass or else it's going to be chaos in the sanctuary of the cathedral. So they looked over the ritual book. They called other dioceses who had done this ritual in recent years to see what they did to make sure that we did it absolutely correctly. And their hard work paid off. It went perfectly, mainly because I basically had someone whispering in my ear, herding me around for two hours in the cathedral. Again, it was a beautiful ceremony, and it went off flawlessly. So afterward, as we're thanking about these ten priests and seminarians who were masters of ceremony that day, I got to thinking about this gospel today and about a very fundamental truth that I think we all need to be reminded of once in a while. And that is that we as human beings need a shepherd. We need a shepherd. Because left to our own, we would be lost. We would be completely clueless, just like all of us at the cathedral that day. If I didn't have someone basically whispering in my ear for two hours, I wouldn't have known what the heck I was doing. The same with all of us. Everyday life can be very chaotic if we aren't following the Good Shepherd, because left to our own, we would be lost. And this is because of original sin, right? That tendency that all of us has to rebel against God and to think that we know better than He does. But it's the job of a shepherd to direct and to lead the flock to a place that the flock can't get to on its own. No matter if the sheep want to go there or not, because the shepherd knows what is best for the sheep. He has their best interests at heart. And he knows that the sheep would never get there on their own. Look what we prayed in today's opening colic. We prayed that the humble flock can go where the brave shepherd has gone before. And where is this place that we're trying to go? Well, we're trying to go to heaven. And brothers and sisters, we can't get to heaven on our own. We can't. It's like trying to plan an ordination of a bishop. You can't do it alone. You need help. That's the same with us in heaven. But thankfully, we have a good shepherd who has been there and who wants to lead us there. So we need the guidance and the advice from the good shepherd. We can't do it alone. Now, as the good shepherd, thankfully, Christ didn't leave us empty-handed here on earth. When he ascended into heaven, he didn't just say, Vaya con Dios, goodbye, have fun, you're on your own. He didn't say that. No. He gives us shepherds in our own day. He gives us our pope, he gives us our bishop, he gives us the church and her teaching authority, the magisterium, to guide us in our day and age, to continue that mission of shepherding the flock. And these shepherds instruct us in the ways of the gospel and teach us, especially in areas of faith, and morals, so that when we follow them, we know that we are hearing the voice of Christ, the Good Shepherd. And when we follow these shepherds on earth, we grow in docility toward Christ. Now, 
Admittedly, sometimes it can be very difficult to trust these shepherds that we have in our world today. And again, our human frailty sometimes makes it difficult. We oftentimes think that, oh, I know better than those guys in the pointy hats. But again, the responsorial psalm gives us a beautiful exhortation today. It tells us that the good shepherd guides us in right paths. Doesn't always say the smoothest path. Didn't say the easiest path either. The good shepherd guides us in the right path. And how, how can we trust Christ? Well, he gave up his life for us so that we can gain entry into heaven. That is the strongest evidence that we have, brothers and sisters, that the good shepherd has our best interests at heart. The fact that he gave up his life for us is all the evidence we need to know that he has our best interests at heart. He wants what is truly best for us, to be with him forever in heaven. And again, the way that we can do this to follow the good shepherd is to listen to the shepherds that God has placed here on earth. Earlier in the Gospels, our Lord told his apostles you know, concerning their mission as shepherds, whoever hears you, hears me. And whoever rejects you, rejects me. Pretty short, sweet, and blunt from our Lord, but it's very true. The voice of the good shepherd is alive and well through the voices of the shepherds of our church and through their teachings. And so it's our job to be led by these shepherds, to let them lead us, to listen to the teachings of our shepherds, even when it might seem very difficult or even countercultural. And oftentimes our world will tell us that we're going to just turn into robots or be reduced to lemmings if we follow the church, that we aren't thinking for ourselves. But the reality is the complete opposite. When we follow the teachings of the Good Shepherd, we are admitting that in our human weakness, we don't have it all figured out. And that's okay. We can be led by the Good Shepherd. Let him lead us. He gives us the way to go. We just have to listen to his voice. Now, I also know that this can sound very idealistic because there are many times where all of us can think of instances in our lives where we have found ourselves rather far away from the flock, where we've been lost and we've fallen into sin. And it's in these moments of desolation and solitude where it's very easy to just simply cry out, God, I'm lost. Help me. What happens? God's discipline is not harsh. He doesn't yell at us or hit us with his staff like an angry sports parent. No. He comes to us, gently lifts us up on his shoulders, and brings us back to him. God is a shepherd of love, not of tyranny and not of oppression. And I think this idea is very beautifully expressed in one of my favorite hymns, The King of Love. It's our offertory song today. It's like I called Kyle earlier in the week and arranged it. A few of those verses read like this. The king of love my shepherd is, whose goodness fails me never. I nothing lack if I am his, and he is mine forever. Perverse and foolish oft I strayed, but yet in love he sought me, and on his shoulder gently laid, and home rejoicing brought me. And so through all the length of days your goodness fails me never. Good shepherd, may I sing your praise within your house forever. Let us pray today, brothers and sisters, to be open and docile to the teachings of our shepherds here on earth, to trust in them, to trust in the church, so that we can follow the good shepherd and be led to the fertile pastures of heaven.